Hello, it's Nadine here, and I'd like to welcome you to today's mini episode of Life, Health, and the Universe. And I'd just like to share with you that today marks day 172 of my alcohol free journey. That's right, up until 172 days ago, I was what you'd probably consider a regular drinker. And I have to say, throughout my entire life, I have enjoyed more than my fair share of alcohol. So, what I wanted to share with you today is really about habits, because I think that some habits are harder to break than others. And my alcohol journey, or my journey towards uh, abstaining from alcohol, has really been one of those habits that I've found it really challenging to break. So, gosh, I I wrote in my notes that I was going to talk about my alcohol journey, and then I thought, goodness me, that is a big part of my life. For the majority of my life, really, I've been a drinker. Um, love going out for a drink, any excuse for a glass of wine, uh, beer on a summer's day, and inevitably those drinks lead to more drinks. And that was happening on a regular occasion. And throughout my adult life. Now, I've worked in the health and fitness industry for almost 20 years. And even when I was working, while I've been working in the health and fitness industry, I've managed to what I would consider get away with being a drinker, because I had been ticking all of the other boxes when it came to my health, exercising regularly, eating the right foods, getting adequate sleep, although now I realize that my sleep quality probably wasn't very good for a lot of the time. And so I felt like I was getting away with drinking. And it was almost like a badge of honor. I could still do a hard workout, even though I'd had a glass of wine or two the night before. I had it under control. When I um, got pregnant with Louis, I didn't drink at all through my pregnancy. And that was the first time I'd had a big break from alcohol for a long, long time. And gradually over time, as uh, once Louis was born, I started to drink again. And then I fell pregnant with Winnie. And so I had uh, more time alcohol free. But as, as time went on and Winnie was born, I started to drink again. And so even though before kids and even once I'd had kids, that drinking, I felt like it was in control because I was doing all of the other right things in my life and it was still a badge of honor. It was also still a bit of a thorn in my side. So I had that double-edged thing going on where I enjoyed a drink, but there was something nagging me that said that I would love to be a non-drinker or to drink less. So I think one of the challenges that we face when it comes to changing habits that, that aren't as favorable for us, those ones that are hard to break, is because we are being hit with mixed messaging all the time about these 
things being okay. So we know, we're told that alcohol isn't very good for us. We're told that staying up late watching telly isn't good for us. We're told that eating crappy food isn't good for us. But on the other hand, we are told that it's socially acceptable. Everyone else is doing it. All of the advertising you see is promoting these things as things that we need to wind down as a reward, as a way of escaping our normal everyday lives. And so we're just getting this mixed messaging all the time. To be quite honest, up until a couple of years ago, I was relatively content with my level of drinking. I enjoyed it. And it wasn't something that I thought I needed to get rid of. But gradually over time, as I've started to understand more about the impact of alcohol on our sleep, on our health, on aging, there have been more and more reasons adding up to stop. But I still didn't know how to do it. Um, back in 2021, I managed to start not drinking during the week and that worked pretty well for me. So I would um, be alcohol free for a few days and I was really happy with that. That was a great um, step forward. But then as summer came along, Christmas came along, before I knew it, those alcoholic drinks were creeping into the everyday and I was back to where I started, having a drink whenever, <laughs> regardless of what day it was. Look, I wasn't necessarily getting completely off my face. Um, and that's why I've sort of said alcohol-free rather than sober, because I don't feel like I I don't feel like I'm an alcoholic or was ever an alcoholic, but I certainly was a regular drinker and now I'm alcohol-free. Um, so yeah, it just, it's been a journey. Um, and it, and as I said, it's been a real thorn in my side. I'm also an educator about health. And this was the one thing that I just wasn't nailing. I'm teaching other people about how to build healthy habits I'm teaching other people about the evils of drink and how it wrecks your sleep and um, does all, and like it's a poison. But there I was having a few drinks myself and it just wasn't sitting well with me. So in January, I picked up a book called The 30 Day Alcohol Experiment. And the idea is that you read this book and Basically, every day, um, every day for 30 days, there's a chapter and it helps you reflect on your drinking behaviors and you kind of agree with yourself to not drink for the month. Nothing more, nothing less. And so I decided to do it. And after the 30 days, which I tracked, I decided I'd go for another 30 days and then... I set myself another milestone, which was a competition that I'd entered into online. And I set myself another milestone after that, which was reaching my birthday. And then I set myself another milestone. 
And I've just been keeping those milestones, setting those milestones a few more days, a few more weeks. I still haven't said, um, I don't drink, but at the moment I'm not drinking. I have had thoughts of drinking and those thoughts rapidly go away when I weigh up the consequences of having a drink. And it's really interesting because it's like, you know, Friday afternoon rolls around, picking the kids up from school and then you have that idea, oh, it's Friday, I'm winding down. Wouldn't it be nice to have a drink? And then I think, actually, what would the drink taste like? Probably not that great because I haven't had one for a while, but probably not that great anyway. Do I really want to end up staying up later, scrolling on my phone, sleeping worse, feeling like shit the next day? And all of the odds are stacked against doing the thing because I don't want all of the side effects that go with it. Um, I've lost my thread. So I guess what I'd like to share with you, having shared my, my little story, is that just because we have an idea of what we'd like to achieve. If we don't achieve it the first time round, it doesn't mean that we're never going to achieve it. Maybe it's just not the right time. Maybe you haven't taken the right approach. Every time you do try is a lesson and it's and therefore it's progress. If you learn something from it, if you observe your behaviors around it when you do try something and it doesn't work, Maybe it's that you're doing the same thing and that thing just isn't the right thing for you. One thing that I found really interesting for me was when I read a book called, I think it's called Better Than Before by Gretchen Rubin. And she talks about uh, habits and forming habits. And she talks a lot about behavior and personality types. And she puts people into two categories either abstainers or moderators. So if you're an abstainer, you're basically better at just drawing a line in the sand and saying, no, I'm not doing it. I'm done. I'm not drinking. If you're a moderator, you can go out and you can just have one drink and be done. So understanding whether you're an abstain or a moderator can be really helpful. And that's something that I've found extremely helpful because I've realized that I'm not a moderator. I'm much better at being an abstainer. Now, interestingly, I think that, um, what was I going to say? If you're an abstainer and you decline invitations, for example, uh, you know, when you're first starting out with giving up drinking or trying to change the way that you're eating or trying to go to bed earlier, whatever it may be. If you're an abstainer and you are invited somewhere and and you decline and you say that you're not drinking, for example, people think that you're being disciplined. Whereas actually you're protecting your new behavior. So it's quite interesting to um, observe that 
going on. But if you're an abstainer, you just need to abstain. It's so much easier than than going to a party and saying, oh, I might have a drink, I'm not sure. Because inevitably, if you're an abstainer, you're going to have the drink. But if um, if you say that you might have one, then you'll have one. Whereas if you just say, I'm not drinking, then you've given yourself that line in the sand and it won't be crossed. If you're a moderator, it's a different story. So that's one thing, is understanding what works for you, learning from your past experiences, and knowing whether you're an abstainer or a moderator. One other thing that I've found has been really helpful is to track my progress. So there are a whole bunch of apps out there, and you can basically put in, uh, the one that I've got, you put in the date that you started, and every day it counts a day towards your sobriety, for example. We like patterns, so we don't want the pattern to be broken. I can see when I check my phone, and I do it on a daily basis, I check my phone to see how many days in a row I've reached. I'm up to 172. I don't want to go back to zero. When I was at day four, I didn't want to go back to zero. We like patterns. We like seeing progress. And that is a really easy way to maintain your new habit or to break an old habit, the habit of not doing the thing. Um, A calendar on a wall might be more helpful where you're ticking off the boxes because, again, we like patterns. We can see it. If we've got those crosses on the calendar and then all of a sudden there's no cross, we've broken the pattern and we have to start the pattern again. Whereas if we keep doing the thing, then we keep the pattern. So I don't know if I'll ever have a drink again. I'm not making that decision right now. But at the moment, I am pretty happy with being alcohol free. As I said, it's been a real thorn in my side. And we do have um, that mixed messaging. We have people who say, oh, but you can get away with it. Oh, you've got to live a little. You know, what's life all about if you can't have a drink? Well, I'm honoring my body by not putting poison into it at the moment. I did my fair share of that. And it's time to give it a break. I'd love to know if you have any habits that you're finding it difficult to break and to hear whether you think any of these little tips might help you.